Namaste, Rishi Dishi Sunakanaka to each and every one of you. Linda Pollock is here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Linda. I'm in the house. Linda in the house. How are you doing, Linda? What have you been up to? Please right. tell us. I've got a bit obsessed with a new podcast. Well, not new. It's new to me. A podcast about witches. Go on. Do right. tell us about that entertainingly. And in, and in the historical sense, most of them were not witches, of course. Right. Okay. I've had me run-ins with witches before, which you will know from previous series of this, if anyone wants to listen. I do find it very interesting, the, the communion of women like that, uh, the fact that, they, you know, the sisterhoods that get formed. Yes. Obviously, as a feminist, I find it very interesting. I realised as well that they have changed the na- the word gossip over the years to have a negative connotation, when yeah. really it just started out as friend. Yeah, it's just when you said as a feminist, I immediately switched off. Yeah, I thought you might. Go on, tell me, explain to me what I've only... You're only kidding, lady. It was just lady. Your gossip was just your friend. and then Yes, and suddenly now they've re- reinvented it as... Now it's, uh, you know, a, a harmful thing leading to nothing but trouble and, and something that should be avoided. Do you know the Duke of Bedford... He, Go on. He built loads... This is not from the podcast, this is from my own mind. He built a load of workers' cottages around his estate in Woburn and he made sure that the doors were not next to each other so that women would not be able to chat to each other. Oh. It led to nothing but... Trouble. Well, that is true, but the re- there is a reason you're particularly interested in all this stuff. Yeah, because she's a witch. You know, and the reason I know that is because. Linda's saggy tits. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. It was. Uh... Linda's got saggy tits. Well, three, three of them. If that, I was a witch, I'd I'd make them perkier. So. Okay, good, 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 good for you. Well, that's witches. If, if there's one thing you as can witches get... sorted, everyone. That's witches sorted, as you can guarantee. If you really want to know about the supernatural, come to us. Linda tried to offer something up there and I poo-pooed it. Yeah. And for that, I apologise. It's a strange reversal of the usual roles, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Talking of strange old ladies, I'm not saying she's a witch, someone got in touch with us this week and, well, claiming to be Mother Teresa. Hi, Clinton, you long bugger. How are you? It's me, Mother Teresa. How are you, Al? Speak to you soon in Celestial Mail, kid. I, I actually got in touch... Someone the other day got in touch with me, uh, claiming to be Mother Teresa, mm. uh, was surrounded by all these women from the uh, Missionary of Charities. I was getting the word nuns. More jokes next week. <laughs> Please send in... Look... If you are an actual celebrity and you want to speak to us, please get in touch with us on the Skype, the number which escapes me at the moment. Perhaps I'll do it later. But also, please send us in your wonderful uh, busker. Oh, Buskers. Yeah. This is still our favourite. Jess Lightfoot sent this in from Greece. Jolene. <laughs> with angst that voice isn't it dripping with it dripping with angst that's what that, I mean you know it's no Michael Bolton is he no. really that fella here we go 
Now, let's get stuck into this. this is an absolutely terrifying story, but one that I would like to think opens up a moral debate at the end. Just, uh, this is the testimony of Kelly Givens, age 25. We don't know where she's from. Is this a paid one? Before we this begin? is a... Yes, £300. £300 for this in okay. fate and fortune. Uh, it's £300 <laughs> worth of absolute... All right, well, all right, don't be so cynical. Let's get on with it, bloody Story. Thing. Stepping off the plane, my heat hit me instantly and the sound of crickets buzzed in the distance. I was very interested... Sorry. I was very excited to be in Zakynthos, Greece. But as my family and I made our way to a resort called Paradise, I desperately wish my grand Kate could have been with us. Oh, that's nice. She'd been coming on holiday here for 30 years. 30 years? Try somewhere new. Try somewhere new, you silly cow. Oh, you just stank, mate. What she used to. The colourful character she was, every man in the order, including the owner, Yanis, and his three sons, Dennis, Angelos and Christos. But sadly, Gran had passed away suddenly in April Sorry. 2019. We were really close and I was devastated, missing her so much. My family and I wanted to fulfil her wishes and scatter her ashes in her beloved Greece. But due to Covid, we hadn't been able to make the trip until now. A week before we travelled, I'd been to see a tarot card reader and admitted I was really fed up with being single. Oh. <laughs> You need to love yourself first before you can find love, he said. That's what RuPaul <laughs> says, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Stop the You don't music. love yourself, ain't nobody else going to love you. Is that right? Yeah. Is that what RuPaul says? Can I get an says? amen? Then he told me the card had Greek writing on. Oh, Greek writing. I was intrigued as Gran had always gone on at me to go to Greece with her to meet Yanis's sons. Here Ooh, we go. Hello, I think we know about... That's what she wanted. You need to come over and meet the three boys, she said. Three of them? She said regularly. They're all so handsome. One of them would make a great boyfriend for you, Kelly. At the time, I just laughed it off. I was meant to go with Gran to Greece, but one day, one day, but sadly, I never got round to it. Now, it was too late. But the tarot reading had piqued my curiosity for my Greek holiday in the sun and now with my dad, Alan, 67, my aunt Susie, 49, and my friend Sally, 28, we don't need any None of that, that detail. Padding. I'd finally arrived in paradise with Gran's ashes. Straight away, I could see why Gran had loved it so much. It was such a beautiful, special place. At the hotel, we met Yanis and his sons, and I instantly felt attracted to 22-year-old Christos. He was the hotel manager, middle son, and was gorgeous and charming. I said to him... Is that your Willie? No, sorry. I said to him, hi, nice to finally meet you. And I quickly smiled at Christos. Lovely lovely to meet you too. How did they speak in Greece? Like Tom Conti, apparently. Lovely to meet you too, he said. And I felt myself get all hot under the collar. You do have a dirty bottom, I've seen it. The quiet one is nice, Sally whispered to me afterwards. Don't you dare, he's mine, I said, only Ooh. half joking. Gran was right all along, I thought, as I imagined her watching over me and laughing. But I told myself to get a grip. I was here to scatter my gran's ashes and my dad was here too. Yeah, get a grip afterwards. It wasn't the right time or place for a crush. A few nights later, we were all having drinks at the hotel while Christos was in the DJ booth. Oh, he sounds rather dishy, doesn't he? <laughs> As the evening went on, everyone else went to bed. <gasps> Here we go, apart from me, Susie and Sally. By now, I couldn't help but look at Christos, and he held my gaze intently in return. What did I notice? <coughs> Susie suddenly said, I know you like him. I'm going to tell him. 
Before I could stop her, Susie had headed straight for Christos and was busy talking in his ear. I'm going to make him taste my jam donuts. She said. <laughs> Minutes later, she came back with him and I had to laugh. We got chatting and shortly afterwards, we were left alone. I felt like I'd known Christos forever and we chatted and laughed into the early hours. He was sweet, interesting and very easy on the eye. Oh my fucking God. It's all coming true. I was surprised to hear he was half Scottish. We can't have everything. And his mum lived just 90 minutes... I'm joking to my Scottish friends! His mum lived just 90 minutes drive from me. Quite a long way! <laughs> just 90 minute drive, yeah. Towards the end of the night, oh, we looked into each other's eyes and we kissed. First, I could tell we both felt a little awkward. Oh. Rude. But that was quickly forgotten and it felt amazing. There was no denying the chemistry between us. Oh, I couldn't believe that the sexiest moment of my life was all down to basically burying the ground. Is this appropriate? <laughs> she died so that you could ride. <laughs> She died so you could ride. <laughs> Over the next few days, I tried to hide my blossoming romance from Dad in case he thought it was inappropriate. Well, it is a bit inappropriate. But soon my family WhatsApp group was on fire with everybody teasing me about it. <laughs> Thankfully, Dad was very supportive and he could see how happy I was, so I stopped pretending. On the fifth day there, my family and I buried some of Gran's ashes by a tree at the hotel and later scattered the rest at the harbour. Then, along with Yanis, we toasted her along with her favourite drink, a vodka and orange, <laughs> and played all her favourite songs, including Rocking All Over the World by Status Quo. <laughs> oh, it's such a romantic Touching ceremony. Touching <laughs> ceremony. We reminisced about how she could talk to anybody for hours and had this magical ability to make everyone laugh. After that, Christos and I spent all of his time off together. I'm having sex at the moment. I was having such a great time, I extended my holiday for another week, as did Susie and Sally. Flipping heck, Susie and Sally, get a hint. Yeah. On our last day, I burst into tears in the bathroom. Oh! You are a very sexy man. Sally asked if I was OK, and I said, I can't leave him. Oh, you know why? I never felt so strongly before. She reassured me I'd be okay and that we'd be seeing each other again. But it was so hard for Christos and me to say goodbye. We hugged and I tried my hardest not to cry, telling him I'd be back soon when someone <laughs> else died, presumably. Back in the UK, I temporarily moved from my home in Edinburgh down to London to star in the Channel 4 reality show Make Me Prime Minister. Oh, God. Yeah. It involved Alistair Campbell and Baroness Saeed of Arsi putting 12 of us through our political paces before one person will be crowned Channel 4's alternative Prime Minister. We don't need to know any no, of that. boring. I had to quarantine for five days before the show started and during that time, Christos and I were constantly on the phone. We never ran out of things to say and we grew even closer. The show was intense. And I was proud to come second in the competition. But I couldn't wait to fly out to see Christos again. That July, two months after we said goodbye, I flew back to Zakynthos to surprise Christos and we officially became a couple. Isn't that lovely? Now, in a ghost up my family. <laughs> Hello friends, this is a teaser podcast for season six. 
Now, join me over at patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste and get to hear the full season six podcast, plus videos, uh, celebrity interviews, sketches, features, Linda the lot. Come on, get over there. Be one of my special friends. Thank you. Namaste. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got all sorts of stuff, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading nail.